You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. A friend of mine told me, she said, uh, I, hope, I hope it burns when I pee because I fucking skipped out on a Kenny Chesley show. <laughs> Something good for ya. All right, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Something Good For You podcast, where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you. And I'm one of your two co-hosts, Alex Stiff, and sitting beside me, as always, is the one and only Captain Nunn. What's up, y'all? And convenient guest, Couch Potato himself, Chris Morrison. Always. <laughs> Always. You're like, even when I'm not here, yeah. I am lurking. I'm just yeah. running up the stairs. Kiss sucks! Yeah. <laughs> he is a bitch to edit out of no time to turn. Am I? <laughs> Boo! Boo! Let's talk about the stones. Shit. <laughs> Boo! I was talking Boo. to... Boo! Alive too. Boo! Shit. I was talking to a guy about that on the way up uh, yesterday. He was a big kiss guy. We nerded out on that kind of shit. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, listen, I do listen to it when, like... Well, I have plenty of time to listen to it now, <laughs> but I was listening to it on the ride, ride to work, and I was listening to some of the earlier episodes, but then I got on a Vinnie Vincent like rabbit hole, <laughs> because uh, because me and Alex had went to Nashville, he told me about it, and then I wrote, watched about four videos about the guy, and I'm just like, how he didn't die from being hit with a brick, like, <laughs> b- like bothers me, <laughs> yeah. of all the people to die in the rock and roll scene. Vinny fucking Vincent. Yeah, his story is wild. Y'all got you guys. He got looks a- like a woman. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I, thought, I, I, was, I, I was. I heard like a joke. Like what y'all had made. Like I think you had said something in passing. Like uh, there was a rumor that he had a sex change or something. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. No, he's a woman. Like that's a, that's a very that ugly a Karen. That's an ugly Karen. That's what he looks like. I would have been pissed if I was a Kiss fan and saw him later in life. I'm just like, that's a lady. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was always pretty feminine, but no, there was like a full. They're all pretty feminine, but still, Ace Frehley looks like a dude. <laughs> the hair looks like women's, but. Yeah. <laughs> But that, you can say that about Motley fucking crude. <laughs> Damn, those boys wear a lot of eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I like even the makeup. I get the it. Onk, you, yeah. yeah, I gotta get like. All the makeup is fucking hilarious to me. It is. It's fantastic. Yeah. You know, I liked King Diamond. He does the same fucking thing. Yeah. But the he what he had looked like someone like crudely drew a dick on his face. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, the other guy had his shit was fantastic. He just like oh, had, the fox. Yeah, yeah, that was cool looking. Yeah. You know, it's not as comic-y as Peter Chris. Right. <laughs> but the onk on his face. Let me just hey, put, put a giant nut right here on my forehead and a, and a half cross. The, the common joke would be uh, they decided to stop doing that with like uh, new members with new makeup because then their uh, their uh, excuse was what we're gonna do next, Turtle Boy. Yeah, like you gotta run out, you gotta run out of fucking styles and then it's just like then you gotta make new toys. And just, yeah, so, so, I hate this place. Dude, I hate this fucking bear. Did you see, did you see the uh, the Eric Singer fuck up? <laughs> oh god yeah well let's talk about that for a second okay so uh, we, we've not really talked about this part on no time to turn mainly because it just doesn't fit with the timeline but kiss is still out doing their tour and bravo yeah <laughs> I gotta, look as much of a kiss fan as i am i still have to go to I, that there's so many 70 plus year old rock bands that i'm watching yeah. online and going eh. well hell well before the uh, stones drummer died 
well, this year, this past year, um, they were still kicking. Well, yeah. shit, Mick Jagger is still out there kicking ass, like at 80 years old. Meanwhile, fucking Paul Stanley, John Bon Jovi, David Lee Roth, Vince Neil. Literally everybody from the 80s is just eating a bag of dicks on stage. Well, and it's because they were all singing in a vocal range that only dogs could hear. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they were singing so high-pitched. And it's like, you go and listen to that 80s. I mean, Russ has made a very good point of mentioning this a few times. You listen to Paul's vocal style of the 70s versus the 80s. There is a night and day difference with his delivery, with his tone, everything. Throughout the 80s and 90s, he just ruined his voice. Mm. So now Kiss is touring with tracks. Yeah. So the whole band is actually playing live. Like drums, guitars, backing vocals. Gene is singing live. Everyone's singing live, but everyone plays to a click track. So a little bit of behind the scenes music Mm -hmm. world. I think we may have discussed this a couple years ago, but it's fun as a little refresher. So what basically every major if you go see a show at anywhere outside of a place like the Milestone or a dive bar. Every single band plays at least to a click track, and that helps with getting the lights set up. Mm. So, in your in-ear monitor, you just basically hear a little click track, and sometimes you'll have little lead-ins, be like, you know, a voice might tell you, you know, um, let go is next, one, two, one, two, three, four, and you kind of hear that in your ear. The audience doesn't hear it, but it's just little reference points Mm -hmm. for you, and then that way you can even, like, program your lights and your video, and since you're all playing to a click, it's not going to fall out of sync, and your video and lights are going to perfectly coordinate with the band. That's been an industry standard since the early 2000s. Everyone does it. But what that also allows is for you to put in extra things, like extra background vocals to kind of sweeten things up. Or now in Kiss's case, an entire Paul Stanley vocal track. Yeah. (laughs) So... They're playing to a click and a Paul Stanley vocal, and it works like he's he's miming, singing along, but then his mic is also live, so he can throw out occasional, how y'all doing, people, in the middle of something, and then start miming his words again, and it's because his vocal's shot. He can't sing every single night. And even talking, it's more like, how you doing, people? Like, it's bad it's really bad so it's like it's it's bad enough that they're already having to sing to a vocal track it's bad enough that he's can't even sing well and the track they're using doesn't sound that great eric singer their current drummer uh missed a cue Mm. <laughs> a bad one. So he's like the Alan Jackson drummer, just well. The problem is, is like I love seeing that shit. I love, I love seeing just a, a train wreck on stage. Yeah. Uh, well, thankfully this wasn't too much of a train wreck, but it's like it was very noticeable. Oh yeah, because it was the song Detroit Rock City. Okay, right near the end. Uh, the uh, right before you kind of does like the da na 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 na. Get up before the final end. Right at that part, Eric forgets and just keeps drumming. Yeah. (laughs) Playing steady. The fireworks are going off like that, but he's not doing like the fill. He's late on the fill, so now he's doing it in time, but like a measure off. (laughs) So now he's like trying to fill it in and everything. 
hall, you see like Gene and Tommy, the guy now Aunt Nace's makeup, they, they yell the get up in time with Eric, but Paul's vocal track is just doing its own fucking thing in the background, just singing whatever it wants to sing. What's <laughs> fucked up is that there's quite a few videos of like mistakes and miscues with the track already. Well, well uh, Thanks, thanks to uh, my phone listening to us. Yeah, uh, I'm I, sure you'll that'll pop up on your YouTube. It, it, does, it does. It does pop up on my Google News Feed. It was uh, how they fucked up in Antwerp or some shit less recently. Yep, um, that's where it was. And so I watched the video. I'm just like, it's still entertaining. Like, <laughs> like I don't. Like, I'm not a big fan of Kiss, but if you know. If I had spent money and that happened, I'd still be like, that's fucking hilarious. That's- Honestly, I would be like, well, that happened. <laughs> I would have more fun watching that than listening to this, just them trying to play as Half-ass hard as they can. it the whole like, fucking time. Like, not, even that, not even that. I don't mind older bands using the track. I don't mind them doing whatever they got to do to keep, you know, keep it going. Because it could be worse. You could be Vince Neil. I'm just and saying. It's like, what did he say? He said something about pampers. It's so bad. You're right. What What is better? Just seeing them eat shit on stage with the... You know what's better? But I don't care about that. That To me, that's not eating shit on stage. To me, that's just them doing their best. And it reminds me of probably what it was like in the beginning for them poor fuckers. When they're just like, but, makeup's not... They got the wrong kind of makeup or something. They're just running down their fucking faces. Oh, dude, it's, it's so bad. The it's props like, are falling like, off of them. It, it's now to the point where it's like, oh, please, Grandpa, get off stage. That, that was going to be my point, is there's a certain charm in the early to mid-20-year-olds having a blunder on stage. Mm-hmm. When everyone in that band is in their late 60s and 70s and that happens, that's almost like a, uh, y'all, you should have stopped in 2002, 2003 when you said you were going to. Yeah. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, even the biggest fan, I'm sitting here going, I'm like... I appreciate the fact they're doing whatever they have to to keep going, but at the same time, they didn't have to. Mm-hmm. I understand, and I also understand where it's like, uh, you know, what else am I going to do? I still love doing what I what I do. Uh, the Rolling Stones are still doing it, but the Rolling Stones are still crushing it. They're not singing super high or anything like that either. Yeah. Well, it's a very unique dynamic because, like, you can't really compare Kiss and the Rolling Stones because Kiss is a very live show oriented. Yeah. Like, and, I, I, I can listen to the Rolling Stones on the radio all day. Kiss... There's a lot of uh, vo- just, vocal just, acrobatics well, too with that, Kiss compared just, to just the Stones. The look, the way they choreograph everything, the lights, the flames, and stuff like that—that that is an experience I think carries over to just the fans in general. Right. Uh, my buddy Jeff uh, was my buddy's uncle. He he was a huge Kiss fan for us growing up, and he had every album. He had uh, Ace Frehley signed that two. Uh, he had two that were signed by Ace Frehley. I remember that. Um, and he had every fucking one of them, all in a special thing he built. Uh, had a great fucking sound system and uh, mm-hmm. he's like listen to this shit I'm like yeah yeah it's Kiss and then he then, I forget what song he played I'm just like that's fucking sucks he's, <laughs> like, he's like what I'm like this sounds like disco and I just like later on you oh, find out oh yeah it is it's disco <laughs> but I, I remember that and it was just like oh my god that the way he described going to the show because he went mm-hmm. in the late 70s early yeah. 80s and just him just describing the scene down here in Charlotte during that time I'm just like man that would have been fucking metal as fuck to watch that shit and he kind of described it a little bit better to me he's like you know watching them mm-hmm. is better than listening to them because I think that can it, even be a double edged sword because with it's them an, sometimes because it, well he's like the music goes great but the experience of watching what they're doing mm-hmm. and I, I get that a lot from other people about seeing other bands like yeah. people who saw ACDC back in the 80s and shit 
and just watching their videos like live in Barcelona and like that was mm-hmm. fucking wild to look at just from a fucking video there's form. a lot of stage dynamics with their shows too yeah and I could see I could see where you're coming from on that I'm just like just hang it up man you, yeah. you, you knocked it out of the park <laughs> you hit a home run don't keep going yeah, I mean, they called it a farewell tour. Yeah, like, and, and the thing is, this, oh fuck, I forgot my amp. Every, <laughs> that's, that's what they should do. Oh fuck, I forgot my amp tour. <laughs> we left all our shit from Cleveland to California. Dude, every, every every fucking band does that though. <laughs> yeah. Leonard Skinner was just like uh, three years or uh, three or four years ago. We're like, we're doing our farewell tour. Now you did just, your farewell tour when that plane hit the ground. Yeah, for real. Motley <laughs> Crue signed a document saying they quote, couldn't quote. they couldn't be within a certain proximity of each other with instruments in hand, and they're about to go on tour again. Fuck yeah! <laughs> Why not? Those royalties are dry, are drying up, man. <laughs> I don't even think that's true. No way. I just heard what a fucking was it? Motley Crue did the sound uh, one of the soundtracks for the trailer for Thor. They do get a lot of no, fucking, that was uh, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Well, they still yeah, get so a lot getting, of commercials and shit. Yeah, but Motley Crue uh, shows up in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, I Guns forget, and Roses. You hear Grand Ki- I forget. You hear Kit start my heart everywhere now. Yeah. And, oh, and that reminds me when you were talking about uh, seeing that mess up from Eric. How that would you know you just be like the fuck yeah that'd be kind of enjoyable. Same shit happened when I saw Motley Crue. So, Tommy Lee barely plays drums. Yeah. That's all to a uh, track. Yeah. Well, they... For his the, dick's probably in the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what he uses for the kick. Yeah. <laughs> He's a tri- triple pedal. <laughs> Damn, Tommy's killing it on got, drums tonight. <laughs> Def Leppard ain't got shit on me. <laughs> Like one arm drummer, how about three legged drummer? Yep. But no, um, when Motley was playing their set, they well, had just... nine legs. It keeps going. <laughs> oh god! Um, going and going and going. When they had just released a new song called "Sex," okay, for this tour, and they started it up, and like the track got. Actually, no, it's a guitar track. Uh, that's what it was. The, the drums are playing through, but the guitar tracks are 100% real. Mm-hmm. And they started in, and Tommy can... And you hear, like, the guitar kind of sputter out a little bit, and then, like, extra kicks get in the way. Mm. Like, you hear, like, a... And it stops. Did it skip? Yes! <laughs> like a fucking CD. Like, oh like it glitched. Like, it, it didn't, like, CD skip, but you know how, like, even MP3 audios can kind of glitch some? Mm-hmm. The system froze or glitched or something, and it just... And stopped. <laughs> and then, like, you, you see them all, like, laughing about it. Tommy kind of plays a little drum intro thing, you know, kind of fill up space, you know, to give them time to fix it. And then, you know, pow! And stops, you know, everyone starts going. He's like, Well, let's try that again. One, two, three. <laughs> and I was just like, Okay, that's the best part of the Motley Crue set. Damn, maybe think of like uh, in like the early 70s, the Who would do shit like that to Baba O'Reilly. Like nobody's even playing that synth part, that part or whatever yeah. that you hear. They had like a track for that. And they would tell stories about how that would like crack down in the middle yeah. of shows too. <laughs> That's like like that's why I like kind of like studio music better. Like I understand live, but like depends a, on what kind of music. But it like, is there's too. a point where you're just like, oh fuck, they don't even have backup singers. Like, oh wait, where's the keyboard guy? <laughs> yeah, for real. 
Uh, there was a there was a documentary I watched about the Talking Heads, one of their their yeah, show, the uh, Stop Making Sense concert. Yeah. And if you watch that, the dude, uh, the lead singer of the Talking Heads, he is like dying on stage because yeah. he is just burning the fuck up, and he's he's still going. Everybody else is taking pauses and shit. Mm-hmm. He's just fucking moving, and I'm just like, can you imagine if there was a fuck up on stage and him just losing his shit? Oh my god! Because you yeah. know he'd be like a psycho, like Billy Joel or something. Like yeah, but well, fuck it, just throw a piano. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. Turn down the fucking lights. Yeah. Whack. <laughs> Whack. That's still one of the funniest things I've ever seen about yes. live music is Billy Joel just losing his goddamn shit. Play piano, man, fag. <laughs> or like James Brown where he's like just like pointing at uh, musicians that are fucking up. Oh, man. I would hate. I would beat that motherfucker on stage if I played for him. Yeah. That's he was, a, the stories I heard about James Brown about him finding them and taking their money and not yeah. paying them and shit. If you watch, he would like, get a fucking trombone in the back of the skull. <laughs> There's like stories where like music drummers are like pulling guns on him and shit and like shit. i'm gonna get fucking, fucking drummers paid. yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah man, you, james brown was a piece of shit yeah if you, yeah for real no <laughs> if you watch like uh live footage like he's uh yelling at his bass player or his drummer or whatever and he's going like uh 5 10 15 20 it's like that's how many dollars are getting taken off his paycheck that night for fucking up Fuck, and you're talking yeah. about you're talking about like I thought i was an asshole you talk about like the 60s mm-hmm. and shit like that's a lot of money yeah and um Speaking of fuck-ups, I saw where uh, they're doing the Elvis movie. I've been hearing like uh, mixed things on yeah. that already. Well, they had made it, they wrote a new song to go with the movie. I'm like, literally, you wrote a song for this? It's a fucking... It's a fake Elvis song? No, it's not even a fake Elvis song. It's a fucking like, rap song. Almost. I'm just like, don't put that in the what? movie. Don't, don't do that. You're literally making an, a biography about one of the greatest musicians. Granted, he stole a lot of shit, but so did Zeppelin. But yeah. <laughs> it, it's, you have so much to pull from. Yeah. Why are you making something new? Like when that first trailer came out with Suspicious Minds playing, I'm just like, that's perfect. That's that's one of the coolest songs he ever had. Let's play that in. Yeah, because I was going to say, uh, we saw that trailer when we went to go see Doctor Strange, Multiverse yeah. of Madness. And I remember when it popped on, I even leaned over to you. I was like, oh, God, I saw this already. This doesn't look good. And you were like totally for You're like, nah, man, it looks good. We got to go see that. It's going to be fine. And now it's like I'm sitting here going like, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know. Biopic- I was worried. Yeah. Here we are. Biopics are just weird like that like yeah. the only one i've liked uh, in the past few years has been the james brown one because they didn't hold back on how Get much of up, a piece yeah. of shit he was yeah it's almost as good as uh walk hard yeah like, i like walk hard, <laughs> walk hard. <laughs> a fictional biography Dude, yeah. you don't want none of this, this the fuck i don't no I was <laughs> that's, here- that's, that go, we'll, we'll talk about that during the boys <laughs> oh my god i finally watched that first episode oh fuck yeah dicks dicks, dicks. dicks. Yeah, for real <laughs> well, well, uh, if you're gonna watch it uh well, well all three of us will do a, uh, a review of it on uh, couch potatoes yeah i just gotta say like I saw all of the uh, photos without context yeah <laughs> Not- and were you curious of course I was <laughs> was boys- that what led you to watch it well because that the boys like I enjoy the series I just yeah. haven't had a chance to watch it until recently yeah yeah and uh, for those that don't know uh, the boys it's probably the most fucked up comic book you know yeah uh, in, in simplified terms it's if the, justice, if, if the justice league and the avengers were real life things that people still paid attention to like we do now with comic books toys High movies, anxiety drugs <laughs> yeah but they actually lived among us and were all horrible ir- just horrible horrible people and fucking i think seth Rogen produces it right 
he and I think so. I think he did so. in the beginning because he he was he he had put his hands in a lot of uh, comic because mm-hmm. he did preacher. Yeah, preacher was fucking and, good. Uh, yeah. It's his uh, uh, writing partner in all the uh, the comedy movies mm-hmm. they did too. And don't right? worry, we're not going to give any spoilers. We're not going to say what happens. No, there's no. still plenty left to happen on this series. I, but yeah, if, they don't. T- they take chances. They swing for the fences. <laughs> oh man, you got to. Yeah. Well, see, even in even in the previous seasons, it's just like. Blood, guts, gore, blood, guts, gore. It's just like they are not like Chris has like this infinity mindset of like if Spider Man wasn't pulling his punches, he just punched straight through no, a people, motherfucker. People, you know? people, people who would live in the Marvel Cinematic Universe would never leave their homes. And like a perfect example of this, the Doctor Strange movie, the newest one, Multiverse of Mad, he just hops out of a balcony, becomes Doctor Strange, fights a monster. People are like looking from a balcony, watching people die be eviscerated and they're less like oh my god there's dr strange not like oh my god where's the government yeah for real <laughs> we're all gonna die <laughs> like, like it's just like at, at any moment an alien from hell could just burst out of the ocean and murder you and knows that they're that capable we're like and they have that complex where like you should worship me but like you, know, you can you imagine how fucked up on your mindset if somebody said out loud in the next week or so that the government's like oh yeah aliens exist Take a minute, just a minute before you put a bullet in your mouth. Like it's like, oh my god! Like, no, because then it'd be like a whole like you'd see like all these little like uh, internet groups where it's like, no, that's a lie to keep us distracted. It's and then there's the group that's like, oh, it is real. We've been saying that for years. I would love a movie about the QAnon and Marvel who are just like, they're not real. Yes, they're not. Real. They're holograms. <laughs> and it's just like, oh my this is god, a, this is a distraction. This is perfect. <laughs> the QAnon of the MCU is like, oh Thor's god. not real. No, New York birds. He's made of birds. Well, we kind of have that with J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah, but he's more of a no. He's a murderer, and technically he's right because <laughs> he's a murderer. But yeah, but with the boys, it's basically they're like, all murderers. Yeah, they're all murderers. Like the the guy that's kind of like the Flash can does episode one runs through a motherfucker and just yeah. he, he turns them into like red mist. I you do know? like I do like the deviations they take from the uh, the comics mm-hmm. because it kind of keeps the show new and surprising. Because and speaking of new and surprising, it's like that, that's this yeah. new season. That first don't epi- sneeze. That first episode is already the most fucked up episode of the yeah. series. <laughs> don't sneeze. That's all. But, I, that that's that's what the Discord kept saying. That's what uh-huh. we'll say here. Just but that's what don't I like. Sneeze. That's what I like about like Invincible doesn't go by the comics a lot. They changed a few things. It's still, it's still, like ninety eight percent accurate. But like the boys does the same thing. There's a, like there's a part of the comic where Huey beats A Train to death. That's how A Train dies. He gets beat to death in like a short time. It doesn't take a while. It doesn't. It's not gonna take four fucking seasons. And no, he does it like the second goddamn issue. Damn. Um, yeah, and like MM Mother's Milk. The reason yeah. why he's even called that is because he got compound V from his mother when he was breastfeeding. Mm. Yeah, and then, Yet in the show, he doesn't have any superpowers. Yeah. Hmm. So uh, it's like they, so they I was about do, to ask. Yeah, Stormfront mm-hmm. isn't a woman. Stormfront is a man yeah. in the in the boys comic series. And they do the same thing in Walking Dead. Everybody cuz that, that that's that's what made that fucking series was the comics. This is the foundation of the comics is like, "Oh wait, who's this Andrea character? She doesn't really exist." Right. Daryl is not a character in The Walking Dead. It's like they're I love it when they pull away from the source material to create their own thing. Well, see, you we had to get to that point though. Because mm. I know that all three of us remember whether it be something DC related, Marvel related, even Walking Dead, Watchmen, 
doesn't matter. As soon as something deviated from the original source material, <laughs> people were up in arms about, that's not how Civil War is supposed to go. That's not the Mandarin. You know, they would freak out over mm-hmm. any little yeah. thing. So I do remember a point in time in which people were going nutty with The Walking Dead being like, this isn't part of the source material. When, um, oh, fuck, the, uh, the HBO series that with the landing, uh, what was it called? Fuck. I uh, no idea. Not the Lord of the Rings thing. Oh, oh well, that's another Rings. one that got like shit. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Thank Thrones. you. Game of Thrones. That was a series that up to a certain point started yep. to deviate. Well, it, it surpassed the books. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. George R. R. Martin got lazy. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't blame him. I would say fuck all them fans. He was getting all that <laughs> fuck you money from the royalties and yeah, shit. Because like, I remember someone took a, the first book of Game of Thrones and put a sticky note in every page a main character died and then they held up the book and it was nothing but goddamn little blue tabs like there's like 40 blue tabs in the first fucking book introduced mainstay characters and 86 of them and that's what i liked about that show and they yeah. kept doing it and everybody got pissed i'm like that's what made the book famous you piece of shit yeah <laughs> i was like oh i'm sorry she didn't come back as a stone witch or whatever the fuck she is but they did slit her throat on live television so, <laughs> you killed your like your uh, your main character, like your uh, guy that looks like he's gonna stay the whole series in your first fucking season. You know what that was like? It's like watching Oz. I never watched Oz. Oz does that. The show Oz about prison. Uh, they kill. There's Mason. no wizard. There's the, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. There is a. There is a, there is really? a uh, grand wizard. <laughs> oh, in prison. <laughs> um, played by. J. Jonah Jameson. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> well, we had talked. I mean, you had talked about you know kind of pulling from the source material with uh, Star Wars because we're watching. We're currently watching Kenobi. Um, we had finished watching uh, the Book of Boba Fett not long ago, and um, there's a lot of kickback on that, mm-hmm. and just like, oh, they're not pulling I've from the source material. And I, I, I said out loud, yeah, because Disney hates Star Wars fans. <laughs> they fucking hate them. Well, I'm not. I, again, no spoilers for any of these shows. Um, Obi Kenobi's Kaiser Soze. I just had <laughs> I just had one comment about the first episode that kind of, where I kind of had a moment that took me out of it for a second. Well, just leave it non spoilery. Okay, uh, it's just like who the actor in one of the episodes in the very uh, first episode. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Then the musician. As, yeah, as, yeah. Yeah. As soon as the musician showed up, I was like, "Are you serious? It's like, is he in this fucking series? God damn it!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I had the same moment where I was watching it on my phone. And it's like, I was half awake watching it because I watched it first thing in the morning on my way to work. So I'm like kind of half-assed watching like my eyes all of a sudden like really start focusing. I was like, wait, is that? Yep. No. Yeah. <laughs> and even for a minute, I was even like gaslighting myself. I was like, no, it's not. That's not. And then I waited to the end credits. I was like, motherfuck. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. It's but, like seeing Bill Burr in the first season or yes. in The Mandalorian. Yes. <laughs> but no, uh, th- there's, there's certain... F- and of course we'll talk about it on our whole series rewind but th- mm. there's just certain phrasings they've used and certain plot point elements they use specifically in this last episode that like really made me go now you're fucking with the source material some like this isn't going to line up with the source material that well again Disney hates Star Wars fans <laughs> well and, and the thing is, is I, I was texting a friend of mine about it and it's like and I was like am I being like an too annoying about it and she was like well if this was like an independent film if this was just like a random comic book you know this could probably be swept under the rug a little better it's like but how many hands were on this 
How and you know these people know that die-hard nerdy fans are going to be picking apart every line, every scene, and then they want to get all upset when the fans call them out. Yeah. It's like that—that's the circle of like. Ugh. It's like no, we're a top. We're we have a toxic fan. Base I was going to say we, that's what I hear all the time now too. Oh, it's a toxic fan base because you know you you want to point out a flaw in something. No. It's because something captivated us, and now you're not playing along with the rules. Yeah. And it's like, well, I see, uh, you know, we had talked about it already, but, you know, the Star Wars f- fandom has one thing to pull from just one the original movies. That's all they have. And maybe the Christmas special, but like, <laughs> but that's what the, that's that's it. That's, that's all Star Wars all was for a long time. And that was a fly by night process. He made changes during the first movie. Made changes during the second. He told didn't people t- didn't tell people about his future scripts or anything like that. And the thing is, to add to what you're saying, mm-hmm. uh, anyone that's interested in this, go look up on YouTube. Um, Star Wars saved in the edit mm-hmm. because the original draft that Lucas presented his edit was not that cohesive Mm. it didn't flow right and i forget who it was but someone it like the zero hour came in resequenced some shots trimmed some stuff up boosted some Mm. things and all of a sudden they showed it to another test screening and it played a lot better and i think because um plus like especially in the prequels he pulled he pulled source material from fans Mm-hmm. From the Heir of the Empire, Shadows of the Empire. You know, he pulled that from that guy who wrote those books and those people. And he, he, he gave credit. Of course he fucking did. But on the back end, if you're going to pull something like that, those people who wrote those fan fiction novels, which sold out the ass, were conducive to the original story. And because he never took the next steps to add that to the George Lucas like base... When he mm-hmm. sold Star Wars, that fucked up anything else that went forward. And now you got people who read those books, watched <laughs> those movies, watched those shows, and are just like, that makes no goddamn sense. And because you're only pulling from one source, it fucks it up. Marvel can do whatever they fucking want. They can bring Superman into the goddamn story. You know why? Because there's a Marvel com- comic with Clark Kent's in it. Because <laughs> they fucking have multiple universes that exist. Anything can happen. Anything can, they could be all like Cronenberg monsters Hell, in one episode. They, they still like, have the X Men to go. They got plenty yeah. of, and that's, of that, toys. You Civil War. I would have slapped that dude in the face. X Men is owned by Fox. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> and just smack him in the face. But I understand. I get it. I do. Uh, I do suspend a lot of disbelief sometimes because um, we were watching. Uh, was it? Uh, because me and you have a different way of watching something, especially the boys. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you tidy the fuck up. Yo, you, yeah, you, I'm you, sitting over here getting in the fetal position, curling up, and Chris is like, ha! <laughs> 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 I'm cackling like a villain because it's fucking hilarious to me. But I looked at him and he's tense as a motherfucker. It's <laughs> yeah. just like, God damn. I was, I was like, that's go, fucking hilarious. See, my reaction was just like, well then, <laughs> I can't unsee that now. <laughs> yeah, my mom was 
I'm broke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm broken a little bit. <laughs> well, uh, something else that we brought up though, uh, in talking about all this is, um, you know, it's no, it's no spoiler that Darth Vader shows up in the new Kenobi series. Mm. Uh, he's in the Wait trailers. A Anakin Skywalker is Darth, Darth Vader. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. So it's going to ruin se- it for the kids. <laughs> so it's no secret that he shows up in the series. I mean, hell, I think he shows up for a millisecond in episode one, even. So, mm. um, he is definitely a presence. And when you listen to James Earl Jones, voice it booms it sounds like empire strikes back scary darth vader again and he's like fucking uh, 98 or something like that now too yes he is and if you also remember in rogue one his vocal performance was not that great it was kind of you could hear the age a little bit well we've discussed this amongst ourselves but it'd be kind of like an interesting topic to kind of bring up uh at the table though when you look at the uh, edit. If you look at the credits for those episodes, James Earl Jones is credited for the voice of Darth Vader, but it is ran through a vocal coder. That sounds about right. They got the uh, Dig- Disney budget to kind of manipulate it a little bit. Not just manipulate it a little bit. So if you so if you were did you watch Mandalorian uh, the Book of Boba Fett rather? Yeah. Okay. So you saw all of those. Um, you said that really fast that it sounded like a kid's book. Well, like the, uh, well, it's like if, they can, if, if they can steal Mark Hamill's face and put it on somebody, I'm sure they can, you know, alter James Earl Jones' you know, 91-year-old voice. Oh, they, they can not only do that. What I'm getting at is, so with those Luke Skywalker scenes, Mark Hamill did not record any new dialogue. No, they uh, used, I think we talked about it on the show before, where they... They uh, did the same thing with Darth Vader. Really? They they processed a lot of James Earl Jones's voice and basically typed out on a computer what he's going to say and then modified the inflection and intensity and everything else. But they still got but James Earl Jones still gets credit for it. He still gets credit for it because it is his voice. Did Mark Hamill get the same treatment? Mark Hamill got credit because it is his voice. We're here, in the wrong business. <laughs> here is my question because I because I initially asked Chris because of the spoilery things that we're not going to talk about, I actually asked him, I said, do you think they're going to try and redo the original trilogy? And he was like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, but I know they're not going to leave that era alone. Do you think that Disney Star Wars Lucasfilm are prepping us for an entire CGI character show like The Adventures of Luke Skywalker? It would not surprise me. Featuring all of the face swaps and then type it in for the vocal stuff dude james that way they're keeping the actor they're keeping the likeness it's still going to be mark hamill it's still going to look like luke sound like luke act like luke but it's going to be a body double with the face replacement and it's going to be maybe the in-between stories of like what happened in between you know a new hope and empire strikes back how did they get to hoff you know shit like that because I know, because Chris also brought up another point, they're not going to recast. After Solo, after all that debacle, they're not going to recast a young character again. See, so it wouldn't surprise me, first off. And yeah, people are going to go see it. Of course people are going to go see it. I see it as a Disney Plus series. Yeah. I don't think they would do it as a movie. But I think they would do like, you know, the, like the the first thing I popped in my head is like the new adventures of uh, Lois and Clark, the new adventures of Superman, you know, mm-hmm. that 90s TV show. That was the first thing I popped in my head. The new adventures of Luke Skywalker on Disney, Terry Hatcher. <laughs> uh, on Disney Plus. And it's just still got it. 
Yeah, still got it. Still got it. <laughs> and it's just random live action things with again that vocal decoder or vocal recoder rather for the Mark Hamill voice. And it feels like they've been prepping us for it. Which they prepped us with the CGI face with Leia and Tarkin, and then they did it with um, with Luke Skywalker with Luke twice. Well, they do that in all the Marvel movies with all the uh, the de aging effects too. But they've never done the vocal thing. They've never completely written out brand new dialogue and not had the person say it. And then you're going to have like motion capture actors in place of them <laughs> and stuff like that. It's going to be like Avatar. Marvel, you know? Marvel will do it with Red Hulk. I believe they will do it because Thunderbolt Ross is dead. Yeah. Um, so I don't see them not doing that. And I thought that was kind of an interesting wrinkle. Like recently they like confirmed that they're doing a Thunderbolts movie. It was no. always rumored, but like recently, like through the official outlets, they said mm-hmm. that they are doing a Thunderbolts movie and so it's yeah. going to have people like Zemo, yeah. um, uh, the, that bad Captain America, I forget his name. Um, U S agent. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Um, Natasha, not Natasha, uh, her sister, Yelana. Yelana and a whole bunch of like, so the, many goddamn characters. In yeah. Kind of like all the new B rate. That's why civil war wasn't done right. They didn't have the 200 plus roster in that <laughs> no. one either, but all this fucking assholes. This is not the source material. Well, yeah. Get all- Hugh Jackman back. See what happens. <laughs> I can afford him. <laughs> he ain't doing Wolverine again. He's tired. <laughs> no, it, well, no, they're gonna just they'll do the Hugh Jackman voice. Yeah, and no, they'll fuck it. They'll flip that into a fucking like CGI. If they can pull series. off the, the blue and yellow suit, I'll give them props. I swear to God, if they could pull that off, they the, almost did the black and yellow. I know, but if they could pull off that fucking ugly fucking suit out of like just just out of pure just just by looking at it, it looks fucking stupid. Unless it's a cartoon, man. <laughs> I'm telling you. I feel like they could. And you know what I'll point to? The new Spider-Man movie. The new version of the Green Goblin suit. When he, After he went to uh, the shelter, got the uh, stuff, and then mm-hmm. at that point kind of modify it so you had like the purple Where with the, the green and the hood. Thank you. All of that. Man, that looked like the Green Goblin. And it's partly because of Willem Dafoe's face already looks like a goddamn goblin. Yeah, he, he, he is quite terrifying. <laughs> but yeah. it's like, that that looked like a Green Goblin. So, man, I would not be surprised if they could get away with a pretty realistic version of the Wolverine suit. Yeah, we'll, we'll I mean, think always... about it. You've got a Captain America in this universe that wears the fucking helmet. Mm. We're about to see Thor with the big-ass wing helmet. And before too long, we're not going to see actors anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> with this direction. Oh, yeah. I, I, I saw James just, Cameron say that in a I, fucking interview. Well, James Cameron can suck it. I actually disagree with that. I think that we're always going to have to have a human element. And it's the same reason why I don't think automation is going to fully take over. There's just some things that you cannot program that's just human. They'll still do it here and there. but <laughs> They'll try to. But there's always going to have to be a human element. Prime example, since we're talking about uh, Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars, Thanos. You still had to have someone walking around making those movies completely CGI replaced. But like Avatar too, it's still all the actors, but modified. and you Yeah, know. but you still have to have a human element. There has to be some sort of something there, even with the Hulk. Mark Ruffalo himself is orchestrating the Hulk in his movements. It's right. not even a body double, you know, acting as the Hulk to get the capture. It's actually Mark Ruffalo. So, you know, I feel like there's always going to have to be a human element. Stunt actors. 
CGI is never going to fully replace a stunt actor. There's still someone that's going to have to fly through a wall. God. Someone is always going to have to f- land on the ground. Speaking of like stunt actors, I watched fucking Death Race 2000. Oh, shit, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So even <laughs> proof point, you know, Star Wars, Death Race, you know, Star, uh, Marvel, there's always going to have to be a human element. I don't think we're ever going to fully get rid of an actor. No. Fully. Because even with the Star Wars one, if we get the new adventures of Luke Skywalker and Baby Yoda, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could fucking see that happening. It's gonna. It's gonna. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you still have to have a body double. They're just going to replace the face. Yeah. Like motion uh, capture and all that. Not even motion capture. They just find someone with the same build as Mark Hamill did in the 80s and late 70s. Throw a fucking wig on the boy. Make sure his body's about the same build and his facial structure is roughly the same. Well, what's his name? Uh, and the then guy, just face swap him. The guy that plays the Winter Soldier looks exactly like Luke Skywalker. So. Yeah. So, like, yeah. honestly, he could get some under-the-table money just doing the acting part. Oh, no. And then, it's Disney. He'll be able to open up. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but, but, but then recognizing that they're also putting Mark Hamill's face on top yeah. of him. So, I would like to see if they're going to go down the route of the original trilogy, I wouldn't say do the story of Luke Skywalker, you know. I would say do the story of everyone else. What was Lando doing? What was Chewie and Han doing? You know, non... Uh, they tried that. Uh, well, no, 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 I'm so, no, 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 I'm talking about non-Jedi-esque characters. What happened to these people? Where did they come from? How did they get to this spot? I will say O'Shea Jackson Jr. is in the fucking series now. Um, baby, baby cube <laughs> baby cube and i was like bravo because i would never would have thought to see him in the fucking series right <laughs> but why not go after your your canon characters who showed up like you did in rogue one rogue one is in my opinion the second best star wars movie of all time i'd agree it's really i don't know maybe all time but it's it's my favorite of all the new disney ones for sure it's my second favorite out of the entire what 10 plus movies number one being empire Yes, probably. So I'll guess your top three. Oh. Empire, Rogue One, Episode 2. No. Really? Episode 2 doesn't even go that high far? Because I know no. Episode 2 is a big favorite for you. No. Uh, I'm actually a big fan of uh, Force Awakens just because I know where they're pulling from mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. how they restructured the entire main set of characters. You still have your Chewbacca. You can't really place that character because... He's basically a Vulcan from Star Trek. Like he, he's he's a forever year old bear. Yeah, <laughs> the the wharf character. If, if you, you will. think about it, Han Solo is technically the dog in that relationship <laughs> because at some point Chewbacca's like, "I'm going to bury you when you die, just like my last human friend." Because <laughs> yeah. like, that's what that's how old Chewbacca gets. He gets yeah. old. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like Force Awakens, I just like the fact that hey, your new your new cool pilot is a starfighter pilot. Your new, your new cool like background character is John Boyega. You know, hey, the Jedi character is actually a mechanic. Actually knows what the fuck they're doing. Doesn't rely on the Force like a dick. Like, you, <laughs> know saying, dick. you know what I'm saying? And who's your elder wise character? Han Solo. Yeah, he's your elder wise character, and he piggybacks. Exactly. Yeah, but he piggybacks off Carrie Fisher. Mm-hmm. You know, so I really enjoy that movie. Plus, when I was in theaters and I was watching that fucking uh, X wing come in and just start. Be listed is like bam, 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 and I'm just like sitting there counting one, two, three, four, five, six. He he knocked out nine motherfuckers in like two seconds. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm just like that's some Star Wars shit right there. That was badass. People die. People die. My Star Wars. Die, Wars. <laughs> my Star Wars. <laughs> All right, people get done. 
<laughs> just see the you just, you just see the shot of the me, bystanders. Me and Alex <laughs> did talk about the wasted characters, and I said uh, uh, Phasma was the dumbest fucking character that Disney has created, God. just because it's quite a, a few. Of those, it's a though. toy. It's yeah. all of this. She brought nothing to the story. Just fucking lame, like Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking lame. Sells the most action figures. That's it. That's Gets it. a whole fucking backstory. That's That's so, someone in the art department was like, "Just make him silver stormtrooper." But chrome. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it's just like, no, man. He's like, I worked on Mad Max Fury Road. He's like, shoddy and chrome. He's doing the fucking shh. What a lovely day. <laughs> and he's just getting high on fucking aerosol. <laughs> That's, I can't wait for the next sequel to that fucking movie. Is that going to be in the works anytime uh, from soon? From I understand, the, uh, Mad Max will be having a sequel soon. So that came out, what, 10 years ago now? Oh, less than that. Feels what like the, it's been for, out forever. What, the new one? Yeah. Yeah, less than ten years. Yeah. That was a badass movie. That was that was that movie was the shit. Yeah, that's like closer like, to maybe four or five years ago. Yeah. I feel like because they had the art book for that. Like, dude, it's been a long couple of years, but it's not been that long. <laughs> he showed me. He showed me a trailer. Uh, it's going to come out on Hulu. Uh, that's like uh, I was like all about uh, Native Americans hunting their cryptid, but the cryptid is the predator. Yes, <laughs> oh, it is God. prey called uh, prey. It's, it's coming out on Hulu. Disney uh, Disney's uh, forking that over. Yeah, it's and, like uh, a 20th, 20th Century Studios. Yeah, instead of 20th Century Fox, <laughs> it's 20th Century Studios. Interesting. That, that, I've noticed that lately in some of the newer stuff where Fox was involved, and now it's just 20th Century Studios. Hmm. Uh, so expect that on the revamps of some DVDs. <laughs> yeah, um, really. <laughs> but uh, I was watching that, and I was like, man, that looks... Because the, the main part of that, which is kind of phenomenal, is they're doing real Comanche in the dubs for that one. So they actually got the people who know the language to redub the movie. Um, because it's about the Comanche yeah. fighting the predator. And it looks fantastic. Uh, Cause you can tell it's probably like early mid 1700s. See, I don't know my timelines with this, but well, you saw fur trappers. That's why I say that. Okay. Um, so with sounds white- like, that sounds like a movie you'd watch on a different website. Yeah. Fur trappers. A <laughs> 1970s movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. I bet Mark Hamill's in it. <laughs> I'm Luke Skywalker. Fur trapping. No. <laughs> then that's then a reenactment of like that one scene from the Rev- Revenant with a fucking grizzly bear. It's just a dude in a bear suit. Yeah. yeah. God, I'm a bear. Rah, son. No, but it's a bear. bear. <laughs> Big air quotes. Yes. Gay? <laughs> but now, uh, now the Prey, Prey movie looks badass. I was telling him, I think I told you, I said, uh, if they don't play Long Tall, Long Tall Sally by <laughs> yeah. Richard, a little Richard at the end of that fucking movie. With like on drums and yeah. shit. <laughs> Because that was uh, they did that in the Predators movie with Adrian with Brody. With uh, Adrian Brody. At the end of that, the, like the aliens were coming down and shit. Like, oh man, it's gonna ramp back up. And then the credits, and then it's that song it's playing. Tootie food. No, it's uh, Long Tom Sally. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, baby. Because that's what they were listening to in the helicopter in the original movie mm-hmm. before they all get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Predators was okay. With yeah, that, that was a fun movie. Topher Grace. Was the bad guy? Yeah, Topher Grace turns heel at the end of the movie. Topher Grace as a bad guy just doesn't seem to work. No, and this one it kind of did. I don't know. When I first watched it, I had that same reaction. I was like, bullshit. Well, no, because they don't notice it. Yeah, (laughs) they don't notice what it is. Because one is a yakuza, one is a mercenary, the other one is a sniper, and they all have these weird like things that make them top predators on Earth and killers. Meanwhile, Topher Grace is Eric. but, But yeah, he's like, hey, like Adrian Brody doesn't even catch it till like near the end. He's like. Wait, 
why the fuck are you here? Because at the <laughs> moment, it just seems like he's a scared dude. Mm-hmm. Because he is. He's a scared dude. But it turns out he's a, a mercy killer. He poisons people. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> and that's what made him the top predator. Because I think they, they did that just to show that, hey, even the ma- most the meekest foreman looking <laughs> motherfucker is the most dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> because he drops two of them. Mm-hmm. I like when it cuts to fucking uh, Adrian Brody where he's about to like fight the Predator and he does recreates that fucking stance where he's like covered in mud. mud. Yeah. And that was another part where it made me go like, those abs have got to be like drawn on. Because he's built like a brick shithouse like Schwarzenegger oh, no, no, no. in that got, scene got, too. He, he worked out for that fucking movie. But it's like when you think Adrian Brody, you no, think I don't like think the of Adrian penis, Brody. You know? no, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think of the you penis. Know, the penis. The penis. <laughs> it's a Holocaust movie. Check it don't out. Sneeze. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. Holocaust. Because nah, Arnold Schwarzenegger was still like Mr. Olympic almost around that time during that movie. Very that, much so. All those guys were like Mr. Olympic. All those guys were yoked like a motherfucker. It's, it's like Jesse like, Ventura, yeah. fucking uh, Apollo Creed. I, I would just love to do a whole podcast about the Predators. For real. <laughs> I, I get Paul wanna, here. Get Paul here. I, I was going to say, you're going to have plenty of time here soon because uh, you wound up finally doing the thing you've been threatening to do on this podcast. I had for a cold cool light and killed my job. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, now who's the jobless hobo? <laughs> yes, please call me a hobo. Yes. <laughs> it's all of a sudden, it's just like, hey, where's Chris? Hello, this is Chris with something good for you. <laughs> <laughs> you see here, somebody in the back. <laughs> Shut up or I'll take the other leg. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know, man, just finally had enough. Yes, uh, I, got, <laughs> I got to the point where I took the whole weekend to myself, thought about it, and thought about it, and thought about it, and I didn't have a gun in my hand, so I decided let's, let's, let's just quit. Let's just yeah. quit. <laughs> let's do the, Let's not do that. Let's do this. Yeah, let's just. Let's, uh, I walked. <laughs> so there is a catchphrase our crazy CEO had used, uh, <laughs> and it was weird. <laughs> you guys know this. People on the show. I'm not going to say it out loud. But I basically work with a company with the name of a female energy drink name. <laughs> so um, uh, it was solar panels, of course. But I walked in, walked over to my manager and said, hey, I gave my phone to so-and-so because the weekend's coming up to work. And then I walked away. She's like, oh, well, so, uh, this person's out. This person's out. You need to do this. You need to do that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> okay, so you're going to triple my workload on a fucking Monday. Okay. This is making my thing a whole lot easier. Let me just, uh, okay, just give me a minute. Uh, I had a few people in my team ask me for some help. I stopped what I was doing. I helped them. I said, hey, just look out for this, this, and this. Do this, this, and this. Tell the customer this, this, and this. Easy peasy. No problem. Doing it for a year, almost. I sat down at my desk. Didn't even hook my laptop to my system. The little four screens I had in front of me. (laughs) Um, Typed out my resignation email. Came out to about a a paragraph. (laughs) Uh, I, I don't hold any ill will to anyone over there. I will say that. Yeah. Um, there's no one person that I hate over there. So it's a cumulative. It's a cumulative uh, business experience that I do not like. Um, <laughs> so at the end of it, I put the catchphrase and then the word whatever. <laughs> it was, no, it was catchphrase or whatever. Or whatever. Or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and I sent it to the district the district office manager, the both uh, district assistants, my old manager, and my new boss at the time. And I wished them luck. And then I slowly started packing up my shit. And here's the thing about me packing up my stuff. I bring a book bag to work mm-hmm. uh, to carry my laptop. 
and the charger and all that. So I left my laptop charger. I didn't have anything on my desk. <laughs> I don't. I did had nothing personal on my motherfucking desk. I had nothing personal in it. To me, you could have just gave me a table. I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a cup full of pens of all the ones they gave out. Yeah. I had 30 fucking pens. I started like, here you go. <laughs> Here's just pens. She's like, do you want the cup back? I'm like, no. No. No, you're good. The only thing I used for the one year... I worked at this business. I used a pencil I found in the parking lot my second fucking day. Oh, my God. That I still had it. But that's the only thing <laughs> you I just showed it to me. That's the only fucking thing. I used that one pencil the whole fucking time I was in there. Started off like, it was like a wood pencil. Started off like uh, super long. And then like by the time you left, it was about like this short. <laughs> well, no. Because it's like, it's like, I didn't have to write a lot of shit down. Because I told them. I'm like, they're like, oh, why didn't you write it down? I'm like, because we have a fucking computer. Right. <laughs> that shows a shared yeah. network of notes yeah. on customers. Read the fucking notes. Stop asking me for shit. <laughs> so the only thing I did regret, I did get a chance to say bye to these two people I worked with. One of them finally messaged me mm-hmm. and wished me the best of luck. But, uh, oh, man, I just, oh, it just felt so good. Because at that point, I don't know if you noticed it, but I noticed it because when I would go brush my hair, I would see just these white fucking hairs in my head. <laughs> uh, like before I would go to work. And in my beard and shit, uh-huh. I hated it because I was stressed out all the fucking time. People yeah. told me I was stressing out. Some people told me I got meaner like, as I get working there. And I did. I became very apathetic to people's problems. <laughs> shit. I got to a point where I was like very careful with a customer and I try to get them, try to get their shit fixed to the point where, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that really sucks. I can't believe she died. <laughs> God damn. damn. Yeah. yeah, I became that guy. <laughs> so uh i sell heroin now yeah <laughs> no no he got a I, real I, job i wouldn't sell heroin <laughs> this ain't a big heroin city no <laughs> not here at least well no. Charlotte, Charlotte, yeah, i was gonna say no nah, charlotte's all about the uppers baby <laughs> <laughs> about that methamphetamine we're below the mason dixon it's meth it's meth land <laughs> yeah it's a bigger city you see a lot of cocaine too <laughs> cocaine too this <laughs> makes me think about the first uh episode I'm, of I'm pretty boys. sure i'm pretty sure the uh the the phrase of our company was done on cocaine because <laughs> it is it is it is just fucking it's also a ripoff yeah it's fucking stupid that's what it is it's a ripoff of a very popular tv chef from uh the late 90s early do- yeah okay bam <laughs> for real that's how i ended my that's for how real ended, that's how I ended, <laughs> you knew that that's how i forgot I, bam that's how i ended my uh email bam, bam. Or, or whatever, whatever. <laughs> My boss followed me outside, and my other my old boss followed me outside first uh, because you can't smoke inside. <laughs> she wanted to smoke break, realizing that I quit, and this is like, oh no, <laughs> he had resolve. Shit. If he if he quit, oh fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and I do I, I I do I do believe the whole thing is like anybody at a job is replaceable. I do believe yeah. that. I believe I was replaceable at that job. I, I don't really give a shit what happens but they didn't think you were yes so there is a thing where you could threaten a job a little bit because uh, i did that earlier this year i had asked i was like look i can't do my job anymore i, I had so spoke to the director about this and he gave me a raise <laughs> and told me like what here we were. does this help a little bit? and then they fired a bunch of people <laughs> and hired some new people in management yeah so there were a lot of chiefs and not enough indians yeah so mm-hmm. it's kind of that situation we've all been there yeah uh-huh. yeah but you know, I'm going to take the rest, probably a month, maybe two months off. I got enough money to save up. Hey, enjoy not to do, yourself. Not to do a goddamn thing. I, have, I eat eggs every day now and go to the gym. 
There you go. Hey, just be uh, Caps Roadie because he's been running off being a country star again. You need a roadie, man? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, ride man. with you. Well, we're not doing. I think we do like one country song, and it's Chris Stapleton. Yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. be your roadie, though, man. Yeah, man. They're fun. I just hope. Uh, it's not I like just, last. Let's just hope we don't have situations like last night where the drummer's fucking truck breaks down. Wait, what? Okay, no, explain. So, oh, what yeah. were you doing over the weekend? So, I did uh, two shows okay. with. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did two shows with uh, Revelry Soul uh, close to Charlotte. I did. Okay. Uh, what, what would you genreize them? Though? Uh, rock. Uh, they do. We do about everything from like uh, Sam Cooke to Led Zeppelin. Like it's uh, it's like rock and roll stuff. Oh, so it's like my driving playlist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do a lot of Motown and we do a lot of Led Zeppelin oh, okay. and things so like that. Cover you guys do any like uh, Hank originals Trill? and stuff like that? Too. Yeah, Hank Trill, <laughs> Wheeler Walker Jr. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we do. We play like three or four hours. So there's a lot of covers and with some originals sprinkled into it, and. Uh, Last night, we played in Thomasville, North Carolina, which is about an hour uh, north from Charlotte. Okay. And uh, normally, we travel in uh, this big Tahoe that hauls this uh, big trailer full of mm-hmm. gear because we roll with the PA and everything, too. And uh, the Tahoe is uh, at my singer's family's place because they needed the car for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, last night, after we uh, loaded out, uh, everything was packed up. Everybody said goodbye. I'm heading home uh, at about 2 o'clock. About one forty-five, two o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, uh, and I'm like halfway uh, down eighty-five, about uh, 30, 40 minutes out, and then I get a call from Max, the guitar player. He says, "Hey man, uh, Gary's truck uh, won't start, and uh, we've called AAA, but we have no way to haul the trailer back." And uh, I think I Gary do, said I, something I, that uh, something about you having a trailer hitch. No, but what else were they gonna do? I was in the situation before with a yeah. band we know. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. A random that, phone call. <laughs> I'm sitting here going though, like the thing that we used to help us so much turn around and bit you in the ass. <laughs> Dude, if fuck uh being good at guitar, fuck being good at bass or drums, if you have a trailer hitch, you will keep a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic, yes. <laughs> so yeah, I had to uh you know, about 30, 40 minutes out, had to turn around and come back because there was literally no other option. Uh, the drummer Gary drives one uh, when we're not using the Tahoe uh, it's either like uh, he has his wife's car which you know isn't big enough to haul a trailer or he has his 80s box truck hell yeah Triple A couldn't help out. Triple A uh, towed the truck and everything too. Yeah. But uh, what happened is that his uh, gas pedal got stuck to the floor, so you could, to the metal baby. So you can turn it on. <laughs> But it wasn't going anywhere. Yeah, if the engine would flood. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, so I had to grab the trailer. And uh, again, I'm, I'm about, it's about 2.30 when I'm turning around. Oh, when you're turning around, it's 2.30. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I get there at 3 o'clock to uh, get the trailer. And then uh, that guy, Max, I mentioned earlier, rode back with me. And Gary lives in Rock Hill, South Carolina. So we dropped the uh, fucking trailer back off in Rock Hill. Hell yeah. And that's that was about five twenty, five thirty, something like that, and then drove back uh, to see to watch the sun come up, <laughs> up seventy seven. <laughs> so, so a band we know, I had left West Virginia. They had played that show. Yeah. Uh, instead of going straight home, I drove from West Virginia to Cleveland, mm-hmm. uh, North Carolina. Hung out at my buddy's house. Took an, he said, "Dude, take a nap on the couch. I know you're tired. Six hours down. Yeah. Okay, no problem. I get a call." <laughs> their their van breaks down and they have a trailer mm-hmm. so i go up 77 well he tells me the wrong exit 
so I go an exit higher. So, oh my so God. he's like, dude, you have to go an exit higher and you turn down because they were on southbound. Yeah. So I go up northbound, you turn down or you turn out, get back down. I pull up on them. The belt, serpentine belt, shredded. Oh, dude, it looked like fucking hair. Done. Done. Damn. Uh, so he needed a belt, but. Uh, it was a van, so the engine is like right here, yeah. <laughs> and it's very small. Like this was the clearance of the engine t- of the hood, like a foot or two. Yeah, so that's the clearance. So yeah, I'm helping him. Uh, we, we, I drive him to the auto zone. We get him the belt, get him all this. All right, so we have to go back up 77 North, up, 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 then loop back around. We get back, and uh, the other two people, I will say, were no help. Yeah, uh, the other people in the band because they were very young and didn't know Dick. Um, it would have been me. Yeah, so I was like, no, uh, he's under the van, and he's trying to get. So in the, uh, if anybody knows anything about cars, there is a uh, a wheel that moves so you can tighten the belt. There should be four of them that move, right? No. So this is a four. belt. This is a wheel that moves. <laughs> yeah, I would hope all four wheels move. I would murder you. <laughs> If a car broke down and you're just sitting there vaping, and I'm just like, I want to hit you with the serpentine belt like a whip. Why do you have a snake belt? Uh, it's like, oh, speaking of speaking of broke down cars, I met our neighbor. His name's Xavier, and he needed help getting this fucking fixing a strut on one of his vehicles. Oh my god! I did that yesterday. <laughs> nice guy. Um, his car is fucked. He's always working on his fucking car still. Dude, it's fucked. Is it the yeah. guy with the, uh, the dog? No, the guy next to the next uh, oh, exactly. okay. the black fellow. Okay, yeah, nice guy. I was going to say, yeah, the, the guy directly next to us is the guy always... Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I'll say, wait. Because <laughs> no. uh, I would have took his dog. Uh, but anyway... Uh, Alex, we have a dog now. <laughs> yeah. It's just in your room. <laughs> and there's a note that says, do not show fear. <laughs> and you're just like, huh. And I'm like, I told you. <laughs> the dog's like, this is my room now. I didn't feel fear until I read the note, Chris. <laughs> I was fine. But uh, we're, we're taking, we're taking the, we took the, uh, the old belt was already off because you could basically take a pair of scissors and snip that motherfucker down. <laughs> um, but hit on top of it, you have all the top stuff, you know, like the air cover and stuff like that, uh, and the tubing and stuff. I'm like, all right, we need to take that the fuck off because my big ass arm is not going to be able to reach, in, you know, reach in there. So we're on the side of the road, and these guys are just watching. I'm just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> get away from the fucking interstate. Jesus Christ! To the other side, or you're going to get fucking hit by a car. <laughs> and so like, I know who you're talking about too, yeah. and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> they shall remain nameless. Yes, but. Um, <laughs> We was able to get, uh, me and me and the the guy was um, of the band was able to get everything put back together, and I start putting everything back on, making sure all the clips are right, make sure it's, it's the housing, you know, like the uh, the plastic housing they put on top of the engine. Yeah. So we're getting all that on there. I said, "Hey man, good luck. See you in the next go around." Uh, and I'm just like, if I didn't do that, how long would they have been on the road? I'm like, <laughs> in my mind, I'm just thinking like. They would have stayed there yeah. and they lived in the van. Shop. They would have lived among the wo- the woods, <laughs> the woods of West Virginia. No, no they were they were in Iowa County. I will say that. That's, oh, okay. that's what, oh no, I would not drive to Virginia to help someone. I was thinking you were. It was kind of near that Virginia line. You know, when Virginia, where we're, uh, we start going through all those big mountains and stuff, and you get that yeah. really. Yeah, I was kind of picturing that's about where they were. No, okay. Uh, now this was in northern Iowa County, but okay. it, it is kind of a bitch and a half because they're. 
it broke down right before you get to the exit. Mm-hmm. So you have to go another exit up and Fuck. then loop back around. And I'm just like, oh, God damn, this is a hassle. <laughs> but, you know, I, I know what you're talking about, how much of a, like, kicking the fucking nuts it is. It's like, I'm trying to fucking sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And I, we gra- I was going to say, gas. how many energy drinks and coffees did you have? Just the one uh, bang uh, coffee thing that's been my go-to lately. They're good, man. They are. Max was telling me about a peanut butter coffee one where I'm sitting there going like, oh, where good. is this? The only one I like that the bang energy people make is the peach tea. That's the only one I kind of like. Everything else one. just tastes like metal. Yeah, I'm sitting there just drinking that on the way home, going like, "Fuck it, who needs sleep?" <laughs> well, I got no, a new one. Uh, I, I I bought a new energy drink. Is that Zoa? Mm-hmm. I think that's what it's called. Uh, Alex t- told me about it when he was in a Walmart, and it tastes exactly like a blue Fanta. Yeah. And I will say this: I I, I cracked it open, drank just a little bit of it, put it back in the fridge. I forgot about it. I went back in there and saw it in there like three days later. It was still fucking carbonated. <laughs> Whatever chemicals they put in that shit. Yeah. Better than fucking Cheerwine. <laughs> Cheerwine goes Cheer Cheerwine's pretty fucking strong, too. Yeah, but Cheerwine, Cheerwine is like crack flat. Fuck. Shit that makes you go, woo. Cheerwine. That's, that's, uh, they just had their festival not long ago in Salisbury. Nice. Y'all ever been Flat to cheer wine everywhere? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing I like about North Carolina: the weird ass festivals everyone has. Because mm-hmm. there's like the Apple Festival in Wilkesboro. And it's just like you're just selling liquor. <laughs> just sell liquor. <laughs> well, no, talking about uh, weird stuff we got. And, uh, recently, we finally tried the uh, Coca-Cola Starburst or Starlight, whatever it is, flavor. I was about to say like Coca-Cola face. Starburst. No. It tastes like fruit. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, Chris says it tastes like fruit, and no, I, it, it tastes like cotton candy. I was gonna say to me, it kind of tastes like cotton candy. So gotcha. it's like a cotton candy Coke. It's really weird. Yeah. Almost talked him into getting uh, one of the Mountain Dew Flamin' Hots. Oof. <laughs> Ooh. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> I think I think I think we should do a, a, a taste test. Yeah. Oh, for the couch potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. Putting in the the gives us more of those coffee cups. We had the little styrofoam ones and just pour. Yep. And just number them on the bottom. Uh huh. And just have a see if if we could tell what the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll buy a fucking a bottle of each one. I don't give a this fuck. Is, I, I this think is you, I think we'll yellow. Be able, I think we'll be able to tell which one no, is no, no, the no. fucking Flamin' no, Hot. I'm talking about buy all the new flavors. Oh, so you got yeah, the Flamin' yeah, yeah, Hot. Yeah. You got the the white one now. Uh, uh, it's like a Glacier Freeze or some oh, shit. Yeah, it's like yeah, Gatorade, yeah. basically. But uh, it's still a Mountain Dew. Then you have the Mountain Dew No Sugar, mm-hmm. which I will say does taste like Mountain Dew. It's hard it to, does. It's hard to, then you have... See, uh, I'm just not a fan of Mountain Dew. Though. I'm not I've either. Never been either. They changed the fucking recipe back in the 90s, and I've never liked it. <laughs> I used to love Mountain Dew as a kid, especially Code Red. Mm-hmm. It just like, tastes like cherries. Well, Code Red was pretty recent. That, that would have been Red after... Came, Code Red came out when I was a kid. Yes, but that would have been after the formula change, though. Yeah. Uh, Livewire was my mm-hmm. jam. And then, like, they got rid of it for a while. Oh, yeah. I remember that. That was orange. Yeah. It, like, it, tastes like a, it tastes like a crush a little bit better. See, I didn't like the fruit-flavored drinks either. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Fanta, Fanta really fucked up. It's made by Nazis. So, <laughs> it was. Fanta's made by Nazis. We, Always we comes know. back to the Nazis. We, I was going to say, we know. <laughs> let's, let's name the things Nazis uh, didn't have a hand in, and it'll be 30 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> We're not constantly bring it up, though. It always circles back to either copious amounts of violence or Nazis <laughs> with that, your conversations. Not, they are mutually exclusive. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but... I would like to get. Uh, they made another one, the uh, gingerbread man one. The yeah, it was a holiday gingerbread yeah, flavor. Someone told me about that. I'm just like, that sounds fucking disgusting. It does. But just a molasses cookie. <laughs> Jesus. Fucking Mountain Dew. Hmm. What goes good with lemon and lime? Molasses. Ugh. 
Actually, that that's what we ought to do. We ought to do a uh, a fucked up uh, soda taste test. Yeah, that's what great. I'll do. That's Can't what wait. <laughs> no, like and like Don't be a pussy. And like Lee, no, I'll do it, but <laughs> and like and like the the grand finale will be like the flaming hot Mountain Dew. But like you can go online and get like bacon soda. Like flavored uh, uh, drinks and oh, stuff like that. Your pickle, pickle, pickle soda. I was about to say <laughs> baking soda. Well, like you get the guys, you got those people that make the drinks, bacon yes. soda. But like you get those ones that make those, and they got like Thanksgiving in a can. Yes, and I'm just like. <laughs> like mm, liquid turkey and mashed potatoes. Wait, who's who are the uh, scientists that are testing Jones? These? It's the Jones soda people. The Jones soda. You remember hmm. them? No, yep. no, nah, they were big in my area. It was like a niche soda company that yeah, mom got a lot. It'd be on the bottom shelf, all the tablet with like IBC. You find it at Target a lot, still. Yeah. yeah, Target has a lot of that independent stuff more than anybody else. But yeah, I would, I wouldn't mind, you know, just spending like fifty bucks buying like like a like a little twelve ounce of every mm-hmm. every one. <laughs> Build like a twelve pack. <laughs> yeah, if you could, fuck. That'd yeah, be, that'd be cool. But like like the special cokes, like some weird coke they have. Or like just some niche soda out there from Pepsi or Coke because mm-hmm. Coke Coke comes out with a lot of stuff too. They made a Coke coffee. Yeah, that yeah was, I, I liked that it. Too. That was unique. I liked it. Coffee's in everything now. There's yeah. like PBR fucking coffee or some shit. Yeah, let's get shit face and up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's get shit up. Let's get shit up. Well, it's like a you take it in like a classic you know like a classic four loco. Mm-hmm. You know, you just crack it open, drink probably like one or two like gulps and you just take you a, a five hour energy drink and pour that in there and then you got nine loco yeah and it works yeah of course it does <laughs> well see here's the thing so with my new job uh we have like a lot of energy drinks and supplements mm-hmm. and everything else so I've been, we have like a cooler for like us to be able to buy independently so i've been trying just a whole bunch of new stuff and a ghost has a flavor just called citrus and they had run out of the other flavors I wanted to try. So I was like, yeah, I'll grab a citrus. And the thing is, and I t- I've told this to my coworker, and he kind of like looked at me like I was insane, but I know you guys will be down for it. I took a sip. It The first few sips only tasted like a margarita. Okay. And I went, oh. Like sour mix. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh. That sounds good. Throw a little tequila in this bitch. <laughs> that's, that's An energy drink with a little tequila. And then just like a few steps later, you start kind of getting that vitamin-y taste. And I was like, oh, damn. But really, mm. it almost tasted like a sour mix to mm. kick off. And I was like, oh, man. That sounds This good. would be dangerous. Well, that's like the, the new Sprite they made that's sprite lemon mm-hmm. or whatever it's lemon like, whatever yeah it's it's like it's got more sugar in it um and i'm like that's 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 carbonated margarita mix that's, that's all that fucking <laughs> yeah. is yeah <laughs> it's it's syrup <laughs> see that was the thing man uh when i was always that sour kid mm-hmm. like all like sour patch kids warheads they have remember the sour uh gummy kind of spray and mm-hmm. like you know gels that you could eat and shit oh i ate that shit up all the time well my grandmother kind of got into this thing of like drinking a lot of like frozen margaritas and i was like i want one she's like no you're not having any alcohol i was like but i want it It smells good it's it's lime i like lime things i like key lime pie and it's sour yada yada so she just poured me a little bit of the mixer and just give it to me so i would actually just drink just the pure mixer for the margarita mix for a while just little baby alex and a whole uh, jimmy buffett shirt a little little umbrella I'm, I'm, I'm living good, to, man. I'm trying to think about I'm it. I'm a beach bum. Like, in my mind, I think I can make a key lime pie with tequila in it. Um, if I flambe it, Dude. And we can burn the alcohol off. 
and make a margarita my cake. My birthday is in September. A margarita cake. My, you, my, my birthday saying? is in September. Because you can make bread with Gatorade. You don't need salt. So this guy <laughs> oh yeah there's a bright orange <laughs> oh yeah no, i've seen it done yeah uh, so i used to make soda cakes yeah in school like uh, cheer wine cake mm-hmm. and uh oh, i love cheer wine cake because i make i would make the frosting Ooh. it'd be like a cup of sugar and a whole can of cheer wine well, and just cook it okay well well now we've heard two really good sounding cakes just a reminder reminder my birthday is September 26th, and Caps is like a few <laughs> days. days before. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I keep forgetting it's either before or after, but Caps like two days before mine. So, like, <sighs> yeah, whatever I'm, what I'm on. A flambe, margarita, a, key lime pie well, sounds fucking great. Double birthday, get white girl wasted. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Do a live stream. Yeah. <laughs> it's just me, just in an apron. Eat it. <laughs> eat more. I, I eat can't more. wait to get shit-faced off of some key lime cake. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If you were to burn the alcohol off, you'd still get that agave taste. You know, kind of like when you flambe um, like vegetables with a little bit of like brandy or something like that, and you just take a fucking lighter to it. Whoosh. Like, Whoosh. It just, it just burn up. Because the, the tequila would separate very quickly with the, with the batter. But you could probably make an infused frosting or something like that. Mm. Yeah, infused infused whipped cream. That's what frosting. Yeah, yeah. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Sounds like we're gonna get white girl wasted. <laughs> this motherfucker will eat a tequila cake, but we won't eat liver mush. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, fuck well. you too, Tennessee. If you say that, <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, you fucking hick. If you tell me you don't like fucking liver mush, I'm gonna. We beat never had shit. liver mush growing up or anything like that. You bougie fucking hick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, man. It's like because we were, we were making a grocery run and we were just walking through, and he was like, "I can grab some liver mush." I was like, "That's all you, bud." And he's like, "Really? You only liver mush?" I'm like, "No." I said, "And I've had it every which way: you scramble it up, or the slices fried, thick slices, thin slices, barely fried, kind of fried, heavy fried. Never cared for it. Just it, the, the, the taste, the flavor. It's just bleh. I can't recall the last time I ever had it. Quite frankly, if you get that." nickel taste in your mouth it's liver it's literally liver it's, it's, it's a byproduct that I, I'm sorry so is chorizo it's chorizo's a byproduct it's, it's organ meat it's flavored better yeah because they basted a fucking paprika and red chili flake yeah so they That's get what's, it's, so it, they get liver re- must has sage pepper salt, you, salt like, yes and it all brings out the flavor of the organ would you eat mm. dead babies if they had the right flavors <laughs> if I didn't know it was baby <laughs> <laughs> alright well here actually you bring that I'm up. I'm pretty here. sure I've eaten kangaroo from a save a lot one time because I always heard the rumor that they use kangaroo steaks. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, here, here's something to ponder as a little wrap up. If, say, in 10 years, oh, we, we're all cannibals by then. Yeah. <laughs> say, say, say in 10 years, we go through a national crisis of both chicken, uh, cows, and uh, pigs. Okay. Mm-hmm. Our three main sources of protein dwindling fast okay horrible shit happened mad cow crazy chicken and lucid pig all happened all at one time you know lucid pig (laughs) Rocky by seven up (laughs) (laughs) so it's like everything just got offed by half and they went there goes all the jello (laughs) and they went and we don't even have enough supplies to make a lot of beyond meat but we do have crickets we do have ants we do have mealworms we'll 
at what point in society will you guys accept that as a protein replacement? I mean, with that scenario, that's not. I don't think that's an unreasonable scenario. I mean, they eat that, bugs. That, that's why I wanted to kind of make it a little real world to kind of see like how far into society are you guys willing to go? You consider fried crickets as a delicacy in some places. I would probably eat that tomorrow. Yeah. But it's like done right and shit, and it's probably going to well, be like, like a, well, a, like any type of shellfish you eat is basically a bug of the ocean, yeah. so it doesn't really fucking matter. You just got to make them fat enough to be edible. Um, so I don't know. It, it, a better question would be: At what point would you eat the next animal um, after chickens, cows, and pigs? What's the next animal you eat? So would you go to horses? Would you would you eat a horse? Would you eat horse meat, which is probably greasy as fuck? Yeah, um, they probably go to deer, right? Deer, deer is very deer. Well, it's gamey too. That's the problem with deer. It's gamey if you kill it wrong. And like, yeah. And plus, it's littered with fucking parasites. What about like, where well, there's ducks? People eat ducks too. Yeah, well, I'm talking about like non-mainstream foods such as horse. Right. Maybe uh, you're more Taiwanese or Korean dishes, which you know, dog, cat, rabbit. Um, no, rabbits more popular down south anyway. So, I'm talking about animals that you would last suspect of eating. You know, like your dog. Like yeah. you wouldn't, you know, in dire straits. Yeah, maybe. I mean, you can eat anything. Yeah. I mean, not anything, but. But would y'all be accepting of the idea of that's now going to be your Pope team replacement? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not unreasonable, I don't think. Yeah. If you're out of something, if you're out, if it's completely gone, then yeah, you're going to have to make it work. Say, hey, y'all, not- y'all wouldn't just like opt to be like, no, nah, I'm going vegetarian. No. No, something has to die for me to have something. <laughs> hey man, even a gra- sentient being must go. I would eat dolphin. Hey man, I eat the fuck out of a dolphin. Even, even grass screams when you rip it up from the ground. <laughs> All right, you fucking hippie. <laughs> nah, like, like like a chickadee or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> be nothing. <laughs> nothing. We grow wild robins and eat those. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, you heard it here first. <laughs> something good network, or at least something good for you. We'll, something uh, kind of good, I guess, for you. We'll, we'll, we'll hey, eat bugs during what's the that? apocalypse. I smell people. Yeah. <laughs> you got goats? Well, I guess goats is Goats are actually very good. It's very lean. Yeah. All their fats on the kidneys. I like it's goat, very good. Goat cheese. Like like goat that. cheese good? Yeah, you make it fucking... Like a mid- Middle Eastern person. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I guess on that note, it's about time for us to dig on into our Spotify playlists and figure out what the hell we've been listening to. What you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. Benny Vincent's greatest hits. <laughs> I have his that's box not a sh- set. That's a short- I have his box set. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a short record, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I bought that box set, man. It's, it's going to come any day now. You're the only it's, person that got it. It's lick it up and lick it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? When we were uh, setting up last night, somebody had put on uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. in the fucking PA. And this oh, was what? like a song that came out on his latest release that I hadn't heard yet. And it sounds like a Garth Brooks song when it starts. And then it gets to the chorus where he sings in this really thick accent that he uh, concocts. It's like a, God told me to fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sitting there going like, what the fuck is this? And I look up the video and it's hilarious. I saw you posted in the Discord sign up in the description. Mm -hmm. And and what's fucked up about the Wheeler Walker music is that uh, 
the guy that makes the records is the guy that makes Chris Stapleton and yeah. Sturgill Simpson records. So mm-hmm. the music's great, but the songs are goofy as shit. And it yeah. makes fun of like pop country music. It's like he's, he's like singing in front of a church. Yes. And shit like that. I'm just like, oh, God, dude, that's funny. There's like all the tropes where like, uh, you know, there's modulation over the guitar solo and shit like that. He does those little inflections at the yep. end where it's like, God told me to fuck you. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking fantastic. But like uh, that and a lot of uh, MC5 and nice. uh, like Sonic's Rendezvous band. That That'll uh, probably be the next one I listen to is MC5. I've never really done a dive on those. Yeah, start with the, the, the live album. It's just like noise, awesomeness. And watch live videos of them too. But uh, Fred's, uh, Fred Sonic Smith, uh, one of the guitar players in the group, had a group that uh, after MC5 disbanded, or it might have been the same timeline, Russ is here, I'll have to check the, get my timeline straight, <laughs> about uh, the Rendezvous band. And um, there's not a whole lot of uh, that material out there. It's mostly live stuff, but it's great. Here comes Russ right now, ready to <laughs> correct me. <laughs> All right. That was post-MC5. Okay, right. Gotcha. I haven't, done, haven't done the Wikipedia research on it yet. This music's great. The music's great, and I've been listening to that a lot. All right, Chris, what the hell have you been listening to other than Hank Trill? I'm still listening to soul music, man. Uh, Four Tops, Bill Weathers, Otis Redding. Nice. Um, hell yeah. But I started getting into a fog hat kind of really? hole. Because I heard it on one of the, I started on a song on an episode of something I was watching. I was like, Oh fuck! I haven't heard that in a while. Then I started listening to it. Then the backtracks and all the other like B side stuff. I was like, damn, they had a lot of like mm-hmm. back stuff I didn't hear. And man, it's fantastic. Kind of like when you listen to like the the B sides of Leonard Skinner, yeah. all the stuff they'd never played on the fucking radio. And I'm a sucker <laughs> for like just you know seventies guitar rock anyway. And Fog had had that in spades. Yeah, it, that's basically what I've been listening to with some Hank Trill pocket, <laughs> pocket sand Peggy got peppered that, in there. Peggy got that wet wet. wet. <laughs> 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 so ridiculous My, mine's not much better it's just ridiculous on a uh, different aspect uh bo burnham last year he released the uh the inside special yes, on that netflix like that's a great soundtrack and um and most recently he released uh the inside outtakes mm-hmm. and it's a whole hour-long special on youtube with uh outtake songs different versions of songs and there's actually some really funny ones on here and i can tell why they're outtakes is they didn't really fit the narrative he was creating mm-hmm. but on their own as separate little random pieces they're really good and the one that's actually really good that uh, i'd recommend folks checking out there's a video for on youtube uh for um five years and it's kind of a parody of like those speakeasy kind of like r&b songs with like the really easy groove but it starts out and he's like hey babe i just wanted to leave you this voicemail tell you how much i love you yada 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 and blah and blah and also want to put this as like the first song or like the intro to the song i wrote you so like if you could like save this voicemail and like text it to me like as soon as you get it that'd be great (laughs) And like, don't ask me how to do it because you're probably gonna have to download an app to like download the <laughs> voicemail. Just because I don't know, I'm gonna have to Google it and I'm gonna have to tell you. But just, so, so be an adult, Google it yourself, download it, and if you just send it to me soon, that that just be great. Okay, all right, I love you. Bye. <laughs> and then and then it kicks into the fucking song, and and basically it's just talking about how a relationship is just nothing after five years, and like uh, spiders on the wall. Both of them kind of freak out at the same time, and she's like, "Go kill the spider." He goes, "Uh, no." Fuck that. And, oh, you want to be a feminist until there's a spider around. <laughs> and then flips back around to talking about five years. And then the other one, Chris, that you're going to love, a song called 1985. 
And basically, it's just talking about how easy white guys had it in 1985. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Bowling for Soup song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so a different one. But yeah, uh, definitely check it out. It's pretty funny. It's, it's still a little existential crisis-y, but it's also kind of an interesting time capsule of like where we were kind of like this time last year even. Well, that whole soundtrack is kind of all over the place. He has a weird like Bob Dylan-esque track. Mm-hmm. He has the... Uh, the weekend esque movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, he has a Jeffrey Bezos song, which is kind oh, of. Oh, he, he's, he's got more Bezos yeah. songs. On. Yeah. I think he's up to number five on yeah. this expanded edition. But like, <laughs> the the one that gets me uh, is the uh, the vaudeville yeah. internet song. Yeah, welcome to it's, the yeah, internet. It's a vaudeville song, and he just he goes up and down with it, up and down, and then it kind of really crescendos at the end mm-hmm. where it gets real slow, and then it's uh, fuck you <laughs> at the end. <laughs> But yeah, it's a, it's, it's a fun record. Definitely check it out. So, uh, the, the outtakes have a little bit more laughs than the main thing did. The main one was supposed to be kind of a sobering look at the creative mind locked away during the pandemic. But this one has a little bit more humor and shit to it. So it's not quite as heavy. Nice. But yeah, so fun times all around. Everyone's been doing their shit. Chris quit his job. I've been doing my new shit. Cal's been running around making his music. And we're still looking for a fucking drummer. Yeah. Hit us up, y'all. <laughs> and if Don't you make want- me do. I don't don't, don't have the patience to learn drums, even though Alex keeps getting me to. I'm telling you, man, you got to. That or the left-handed guitar. They're fun. (laughs) Like, you you find me a left-handed guitar, I'll have Cap show me how to do it. (laughs) Hey, man, why are you here? Actually, you need a left-handed banjo because your your fingers are always doing the banjo movements. Yeah, really. (laughs) Dude, like the the fucking, like, Mexican-style guitar, too. That's my shit. I love it. Mine, too. Well, Chris, thank you for being the convenient guest, as always. Check them out on Couch Potatoes weekly. Weekly, we know we don't miss that shit on couch potatoes. We may get a little sporadic over here, but couch potatoes. And don't forget Kaiju Paradise on. with me and Cap. Yes, yes on, on the couch potatoes feed, mm-hmm. there's going to be some new Kaiju Paradise episodes, so that'll be fun. Got to get y'all an intro song. Living oh, in a kaiju paradise. I'll, I'll, make some, I'll make some like fucking basic ass beat on my Reaper or some shit. <laughs> no, you, 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 need, you need to make the Gangster's Paradise beat, and then y'all sing over it. Yeah. Living in a kaiju paradise. <laughs> Mothra in the Ghidorah, Ghidorah in the Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> movie after movie. Well, Cap, do you have a fucking outro for us? If you're in a band and have a car, get a fucking trailer hitch (laughs) stop calling me Cocaine 
makes the things that he creates The dimmer another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash something good network